I'm Brian Myers. I'm Mike Ritalik. I'm Becky Haddad. And this is Owl Pellets, a podcast featuring tips for ag teachers. We are your agricultural education resource across the web, sharing research-based tips and tackling the tough questions facing agriculture teachers every day. Hello and welcome back to Owl Pellets Tips for Ag Teachers podcast. We've got Becky and Mike and I'm Brian and we are here by the Owl Pellet and we are going to talk about teaching students with special needs and we are so excited to have a special guest with us. Reagan, thank you for joining us today here on Owl Pellets. Hi, how are y'all? We are living the dream and excited to have you or here. Or the nightmare. Or the night. It's not a nightmare. <laughs> it is a dream. It is a dream. It's a dream for some of us, Brian. It, it is. To have us all <laughs> together here. Reagan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing and where you are. I see some lovely uh, blue and gold banners behind you. Yeah, so my name is Reagan Ramage. I'm actually going into my third year of teaching, so I'm still living the dream. I'm in the blissful stage still. <laughs> um, I'm in Springfield, Louisiana, and I'm at a 2A school, so really small, and I have literally all ag classes. So I have ag one, two, and three, and then I teach carpentry one and two. Fantastic. That's Remember, that was the good old days. I taught ag one, two, three, and four for a while. Oh. Then we got ag, then we got names for them because I guess we couldn't count. We used Roman, numer- Roman numerals even. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur breeding and feeding. All the fame, all the wheel, great wheel making, wheel making, yes, <laughs> fire making, fire, fire, good. <laughs> That's why teaching's gotten so hard. You got to use a lot more words. <laughs> use more words to navigate. So, uh, Reagan, help us out here. Tell us a little bit about the topic for today. Yeah, so today we're actually going to discuss um, access aspects of working with students with special needs um, in the classroom as well as the shop setting and then even getting out of the classroom and um, engaging those students in FFA events. Wow, what a great topic. I know, you know, one of the great opportunities we have as uh, teachers of agriculture is we get to work with a diverse student population um, and, and we have the opportunity to talk about skills and do some very exciting partnerships with other teachers across the curriculum and so very excited about uh, the topic, and you have done some f- fantastic work and really look forward to having you share this with our ag teachers and some, some major ideas here. So what's what's your first thing that you found that you want to share with ag teachers about working with students with, with special needs? Well, the first thing I think it's really important is we all feel like we don't know enough, and that is proven by research, so you are not alone. <laughs> Do not, um, you know, when that roster comes out, you see those students and you're like, I have no idea how to accommodate autism or something um don't become intimidated it's normal um it's a very common feeling and so first off i just want to encourage everybody that you're not alone and there's a lot of venues that you can reach out to um, whether it's like your special education department or online resources to learn more um, because the professional development also has proven that it's not really there so i encourage you to seek out you know that information and know that there is options I think, I think that's a good first life lesson there is to seek out support and help and know that it's a partnership and uh, depending on the school setting, but at least in the schools that I taught, um, if you're going to sit around and wait for someone to come and provide that support and provide that help, it's not necessarily going to be the case. And so take that initiative, 
look at those resources, look for people to partner with. Um, and you don't have to do it alone when you're uh, working to support a whole range of students that you have in your classroom. Yes. And I, I was really lucky this year. I actually had, um, so our special, we're at a really small school, as I stated earlier, but um, our special education department, those students come directly to our class. And so I had those students in my ag one class and I was, you know, providing the written notes and I thought I was doing everything. And finally, I was lucky enough that the special education coordinator came to me and she was like, okay, these students are at like first, second grade level copy of their notes is not, you know, mending that gap. And so that was a conversation that was a little um, uncomfortable maybe, but it was so positive. And after that conversation, I was able to like really provide material that was at their level. And so it's, you know, I've never had a, I've always had a positive experience, you know, seeking out that communication and I've always learned more. And I think it's more impactful for the students. I think important to recognize you're not less of a teacher for needing that mm -hmm. support in meeting a student's need. And I think on that same token or in that same vein, meeting a student's need is not diminishing your service to your other students. It's not diminishing the rigor of your class. Like making your class accessible to somebody else is really ends up being good for all of your students. So being comfortable seeking that help is just huge. <laughs> And speaking about that being beneficial for the other students, I had a student in the my shop, my carpentry class this year, um, and he had a special need. And sometimes if he became frustrated, he would have outbursts and it would, you know, kind of scare the other students. But it was so touching and impactful to me to see that they would take initiative themselves and go help him and say, OK, you know, let's calm down. It's OK. Have you tried doing it this way? And it became a habit where we might get startled, you know, because he's over there cussing out a piece of lumber, but <laughs> they take the initiative and they go help him. And it, it really became such a highlight. And to see those students that you would never expect, you know, they're all manly. And then they are the first ones over there to help him. Um, and it really just like gave me so much peace and happiness, you know, mm -hmm. to see that from those students and him being included. Talk about the learning beyond the, the objectives oh. and the standards yeah. right there. You know, I think those, those kind of skills and providing them the opportunity to, to learn that and live that out and to see that, that individuals with those special needs and, and the, that they are people and that, that they can build relationships in a way to do that. I think that is um, such a great opportunity that if we don't do this well, the way that you're showing us to do this, we are, we're actually harming some of our, our students in there that they can learn to, to be better humans, which is what we're all about. I, I worked with a teacher and said that their goal was to make better humans. And I think definitely this is one case where we can, one way that we can do that. Of course, I completely agree. One, one thing that you caused me to think about, Reagan, is we, we talk about this partnership and taking advantage of all the resources that we have. But, and I realized that some students would be better at this and be in a better place to provide this. But one of those partners is the students themselves, right? And so taking the time to have a conversation, taking the time up to learn about their needs and, and how they're, they need to grow and develop, but also what their needs are in order for them to be successful in your classrooms. Yes. And speaking about the partnership, um, so this year, my students are, or my special education students are going to come into my Ag 3 class, and those students will directly partner um, with the special education students and guide them through the lessons. 
And one of the things that we're going to do to kind of alleviate that is the first week of school, I'm going to speak to those Ag 3 students and we're going to cover, you know, basic disability types. We are going to cover first and first language. Um, and then this person who is over our special education department is also going to come and speak to them and just kind of go over, you know, if they exhibit this behavior, this is an appropriate response and things like that to kind of alleviate um, those interactions. But those students partner so well um, with the students with special needs and the students with special needs often don't get that interaction in other classes. Like oftentimes um, a lot of my students, I mean, specifically those you know, higher degree students spend a lot of their time in the special education classroom. And I'm the only time, you know, my class in gym is the only time that they're with those regular students. And so I think it's, it makes such a big impact of, you know, my accurate students think it's just another class, but to them, you know, they have classes every day and those students don't. Um, and so I just really encourage others to allow those students to have that opportunity. Um, and it's not a lot of additional work on yourself if you can kind of utilize those resources because whether we, you know, like it or not, high school students can teach, you know, and really partner for a first, second, third grade level. So as you, as you think about um, the, the situation that we're talking about and, and trying to support all of our students, um, talk to us a little bit about what you found and what your recommendations are related to professional development and to um, help advance and better prepare us as teachers? Yeah, so I found um, throughout my time, you know, in graduate school, it was not a new or, you know, uncommon thing. And I found that a lot of times we are not adequately prepared before we enter the classroom. Um, and that occurs through, if you know, if you're traditionally certified, typically you'll take one class. And then if you're alternatively certified, typically that looks like a module or something short. Um, and then when you do enter the classroom, those opportunities really aren't common and when they are presented it's kind of the start of the year legality meeting of you have to do this and it's not necessarily providing those realistic accommodations and so I encourage others to advocate for themselves to receive specialized um, professional development so like if you see in your area or in your student population you know for instance I have a ton of students that have ADHD and if I could receive some very specialized professional development on strategies for those students, I know it would be so impactful. So, you know, recognize your need. And then if you have the opportunity, whether it's like your Act Teachers Association or maybe um, your principal at the start of the year, you know, they're covering topics. Always, you know, throw that in the mix and see what others, you know, are willing to provide. Mm -hmm. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. It's this idea of it's not what I thought it would be. Even even if I had some education on it until, and this is so many things in the classroom, but especially working with our students with special needs, I think we, we get this idea in our head based on maybe one experience with one individual or one thing we heard from a teacher and that there's just such a diversity of how, how your students, how your SPED students show up. Um, and so just even recognizing like, it just isn't what I thought it would be. <laughs> I need I need some additional support there, and that's okay. And along those lines, Reagan, from from your own experience and your research in there, what advice would you have for other ag teachers as we, as we prepare ourselves to go have this conversation with uh, a special needs teacher, so that we can what 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 kind of questions do we need to be asking that teacher? What kind of resources should we be th planning to get from that teacher as we 
try to make sure that we're prepared to, to provide the best learning experience for those students with special needs in our classes? I think first and foremost, I know people hear it all the time, but you know, student connections themselves. And so if you have a certain student, um, especially if they may have a special need, I can guarantee that there is something that influences them outside of the classroom. And oftentimes those special needs teachers get to see, you know, that aspect. And I'm not granted that, you know, in my two hours. And so if I go and I'm like, okay, um, this student is, will not stay in his seat, you know, what motivate, you know, is there anything outside of the classroom? And maybe it's a football coach. And I've done that. I've had the football coach come in and, you know, sit in the class with them and see how that works. And I think it's going in, you know, with student specific questions. Um, and then if you have a question itself, they should be able to educate you, you know, on that disability type. Um, students with, you know, autism, I know that was something that was prevalent that a lot of people um, in my research said they didn't have training on. And I had a student with autism and the outburst, I was like, okay, at what point should I be concerned, you know, because we can work through it, but I don't want it to escalate, you know, to a point. And so I think overall, once you meet the student, you'll pick up on some behavioral things and just having those direct questions. Um, and if you don't ever understand an accommodation or a lot of times, you know, benefit of technology is technology can do a lot of accommodations, such as like the read aloud and things like that. So ask your, your teachers what resources that looks like. Um, and then that just takes you know, something else off your plate and makes it more of a inclusive experience where you don't have to put, you know, all that extra time, which can, you know, build resentment in some situations. So well, that's such good advice, Reagan. I think using that technology and asking those other special needs teachers, what those things are to hints to show you those sort of things. But one of the things I thought you just, just really wanted to pinpoint and what you pointed out was having those individualized questions and seeing each of your students as an individual and understanding that, their special need may manifest in a little different way and not make assumptions, not make those stereotypes and, and think, well, I did this with this one student, let us work for all the <laughs> students, but really utilizing those special needs teachers as a, as a resource to understand how do I connect with that particular student and doing that early, like you said, it can really make a lot better experience, not only for that student, but for you and for all the other students in that classroom mm -hmm. as well. And that's such an easy thing. I'm like, a one standout experience I had this year was I had a senior who had extended time and he, you know, turned his test in with the rest of the class. And just as they turned that paper in, I was like, you know, you have extended time. Do you need to see this again? And he didn't even know that he had extended time. And I was like, do you, you know, let you know that you have, you know, this disability. He had no idea. And so it's surprising to me, you know, he made it all the way through senior and was so like, he did not understand to advocate for himself that he had extended time. Um, and so that to me, was something that was surprising, but that kind of touches back. It's that simple, you know, they're turning in a test. Oh, thanks. Do you need extended time? Do you need some extra time on this? You know, little questions like that, or I, you know, provide written copies of the notes, you know, can you read this? Is this, you know, font big enough? Little bitty questions where you're not, you know, calling them in the front of the class. You never want to do that and make it a big deal, but you can very easily just like throw things in to where they don't feel called out, but you also can gauge a lot of information you know, in those little subtle ways. And so it's really easy if you just kind of throw it in little places and it makes your life a lot easier as well. Yeah, a couple of things that come to mind and, and certainly the examples that you provide um, are helpful to um, special needs students, but um, those are still great skill sets for teachers to have in their toolbox for all students. And of so I think, I, I think even though we're talking about professional development and, and there certainly is need for professional development around supporting 
students with special needs, those skill sets still are transferable to a broader audience and, and just adds to the repertoire that students have. The second piece I think that that I really that comes to mind for me as we're having this conversation is it takes a village. Um, and it, so we're not alone in the classroom. Um, we have this support system. We have others out there that can really help us. And, and it really goes to that open communication piece. And I think that open communication, one of the biggest takeaways that I got when working with students with special needs, I got it from a different teacher and I asked, you know, how do I organize all of these mm. IEPs and accommodations it's, you know, each one is like 10 pages and it's like, I can't read through every accommodation. And the biggest advice I got was to make a chart, you know, when you get all your accommodations, make a one page chart, student's name, a couple columns. Do they get extended reading? If they do, you write it by their name and it's like a one page chart for every class. So if I'm making copies, I can pull that chart up, see, okay, I need this number of copies or this number of whatever. And so when you talk to other teachers, the little tidbits and things that they have, you know, can be so impactful. So I just encourage, you know, ask other teachers what they use and you will learn some really good things from that. Well, Reagan, this has been a great conversation and really appreciate the work that you do and really highlighting some of these things. You know, you mentioned as we prepare to become ag teachers, we often have a course in teaching with special needs or we have this module, but unfortunately, so many times we go into those, maybe not with the best mindset, as we think of, oh my gosh, it's one more, you know, one more thing I got a box I got to get checked until we're in that situation. And you have really framed this in such a great way to prepare our teachers to address these situations that we're going to face in all of our classrooms in a very positive way to create that positive environment and sharing those um, your experiences as well as helping them understand the professional development needs. We do that, so really appreciate you sharing that with us today on Out Pellets. Awesome! Thank you so much for your time today. And I hope you all have enjoyed this conversation as well. Hope you continue to interact with all of us on social media and check out uh, Reagan's great work as well as other things that are on there in this area and share tips and, and tricks with each other as well. And so for all of us here, this is uh, Brian with Mike and Becky here with by the Owl Pellet. Hope you all have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Owl Pellets. Check out our website for more information on this topic and to learn more about our guests. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay connected. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. For Mike and Becky, this is Brian here by the Owl Pellets saying thank you and we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Owl Pellets, Tips for Ag Teachers.